And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris is, is the one who trains him. See what he can do. Wow. Are you guys blessed by that? Hey. That was so beautiful. I guess I can tell from the excitement that people in the house are ready for the word of God. Are you ready for the word of God? Now this, there's a little story in the Bible. Naaman was like a pro, like was like a governor, but he had leprosy. So he wanted to be healed. 
And then his servant told him about a prophet of God, and his name was Elisha. So he got gifts, and then he said, let me go to this prophet, and maybe he's going to lay hands on me so that I can get healed. The moment he reached the prophet, the prophet sent him to go dip himself into the river seven times, and he was so offended. How can I, the governor, be told to go dip myself in the river seven times? Isn't there something? Why couldn't he just ask God to come down with his angels and heal me? But that's not where the story, where the story ends. So he was leaving, and then he was convicted. His servant said, this is a small thing that they ask you of. Leprosy is a disease where you can no, you're not allowed to be in the presence of people when it's on you. Why can't you just obey? So the governor obeyed. He went and dipped himself in the river seven times, and he was healed. So this morning, this morning you are in this place, and maybe you were expecting the angels to fall from heaven and heal you. It may not be so. We have a prophet of God, the man of God with the word of God in the house. With much excitement, I want you to rise to your feet as you put your hands together, as welcome my father in the ministry, the servant of the Lord, Pastor Chris. Put your hands together, be excited. Makes a difference when he speaks. He relieves my troubled mind. Oh, it's the only voice I hear that makes the difference. And I'll follow one day at a time. His voice makes a difference. When he speaks, he relieves my troubled mind. Oh, it's the only voice I hear that makes the difference, and I'll follow one day. Hallelujah! Clap for Jesus. You may take your seats. Be seated on top of your enemy. We welcome you to Breakthrough Ministries. Jehovah, you're my banner. Of victory at all times, I will trust you. I shall never know defeat. Lift your hand, Jehovah. Jehovah, you're my banner of victory at all times. I will trust you. I will trust you. I shall never know defeat. I'll trust you in the night time. I'll trust you in the night time. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. I'll trust you in the night time. I'll trust you in the night time. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the Wait on masters as servants wait on masters so my eyes are on you Lord I will trust you I will never be ashamed one more time as the servant wait on the master as servants wait on masters so my eyes are on you Lord I will trust you I will never be ashamed. I'll trust you in the night time. I'll trust you in the night time. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. I'll trust you. I'll trust you in the night time. I will trust you. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. As hills around Jerusalem, as hills around Jerusalem, so 
So the Lord surrounds his own. I will trust you. I cannot ever be moved. As hills round Jerusalem. As hills round Jerusalem. So the Lord surrounds his own. I will trust you. I cannot ever be moved. I'll trust you in the night time. I'll trust you in the night time. Lord, I'll trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. Hallelujah, I'll trust you. I'll trust you in the night time. Lord, I'll trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand of praise. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. We are so thankful for the goodness of the Lord. Amen. I continue with my short series on Do You Really Love the Lord? And today I want you to turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 24, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 24, not verse 14. Let's see what the NLT says. <clears throat> so show them your love and prove to all the churches that our boasting about you is justified. Uh, King James says, Wherefore show you to them and before the churches the proof of your love and of your boasting on your behalf. Show to all the churches the proof of your love. So I want to talk for a short while to you about the proof of your love. The proof of your love. To the new members, I want to remind you that we were busy talking about the love that you must have for the Lord. Amen. And the greatest commandment in the Bible is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Amen. Very, very important because We see that when we love our neighbors, we love the brethren, we love the house of God, these are all connected to the primary source of our love, which must be directed to God. You must love God. Hallelujah. If you ask your neighbor now sitting next to you, do you love God? I, I bet you that you will say, of course I love God. But now... We are encouraged by the Apostle Paul that we must prove our love. Amen? So how? It's also a good teaching for the new members. How do you prove your love? Now let's first ask the reason why. Why does love have to be proved? It has to be proved because of the simple fact that many people claim to love. I love you, I love you, I love you. It's a common thing. It's a common statement. Many people say, I love you. Have you ever heard these words before, I love you? And it becomes a meaningless cliche. It has lost its impact it's lost its power and its influence. Many ladies like to hear men say they love them. 
And many men don't bother to say that they love the woman. One man was asked, the lady was complaining by the pastor that the man never says he loves her. They were married for more than 20 years. So the man said, look, when I stood before the altar, I said, I love you. And if I ever change my mind, you'll be the first to know. I heard my wife's uncle once say to, her, to his wife, I love you more than chips. <laughs> I was thinking that this love can't be deep. Amen. Because he was equating his love for her with his love for chips. <laughs> Mercy. So this phrase, I love you, has lost its meaning. Are you here? And God himself is tired of you saying, I love you with no true meaning. God is tired of hearing vain speeches. He's tired of hearing these love songs that you sing, but he knows you don't mean it. He's looking down from heaven and he's asking, to what purpose are these songs? Are these Christians not telling lies? Are they telling the truth or are they making fun of me when they say, I love you? So the question that begs the answer is, how do you prove your love? You prove your love by passing the test of love. And the test of love is the test of obedience. Amen? If you love the Lord, as we saw in the first part of this teaching, you will obey the commandments of the Lord. If you love the Lord. It's so simple, isn't it? That is why you have to prove your love by passing the test of obedience. Now what is used to test your love for God? And there are many things that will happen to you that will be tested in your life. And there are sometimes circumstances that you must go through that is used by God and has been thrown together by the Lord to test your love, to see if you really love the Lord. Now the first test is the test or the three proofs of love is number one, to prove your love by obedience. Genesis 22 verse 16 and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. Abram passed the great test of love when he had to sacrifice Isaac or he was about to sacrifice and God stopped him and said, look, now you've passed the test. I can clearly see that you love me and this is what I will do for you and this is how I will elevate you because you have passed the test of obedience. You have done what God has asked of you to do. Now being a member of a church is also part of obedience. It's part of being part of the house of God, the members of the household of faith. Are you with me? It's another test. And all those people who came to stand here this morning, they've at least passed that test of obedience. Clap for the people again who have decided to become members. The second test of proving your love is to prove your love by not obeying or running after false prophets. You'll find this in Deuteronomy 13 verse 1. You see, because when you run after an idol or after some false prophet, you actually, you actually, you actually share your love 
for a person other than God. Yeah. Look what the Lord says in Deuteronomy 13 verse 1. He says, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder comes to pass whereof he spoke unto thee saying, now listen to what he says, let us go after other gods which thou hast not known and let us serve them. A false prophet will show you to other gods than to the real God. Here's the sign. Yes. Now he says, Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Hallelujah. Let me say something also in that vein to clear to all of you that the man of God in your life must always be showing you to God. Are you with me? Any prophet or any good pastor will lift up the name of Jesus. Very important. And also show you to Christ Jesus. Because he's the one that we worship. He's the one that we adore. Don't confuse the fact that we teach you loyalty and honor to the man of God, which is important, but don't confuse it with your love for God. Yes. You must love God with all your heart, with all your soul. So much so that when the pastor is showing you wrong, you must be able to say, no, 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 pastor. I can't follow you now. I can only follow you as you show me to God and the word of God. Are you all listening? I'm preaching for those people that are not members that's going to leave here and go to another prophet. And maybe it's not a good prophet. This is a sign to know. When anything the prophet is saying leads you away from God's word, if it can't be uh, on the foundation of the word, then you must be careful. Are you hearing me? That's why we try to teach you that when you, when you have come to understand that, that the voice that speaks to you is a good direction, don't quickly shift and change because you don't always find the good voice. Are you hearing? It's not easy to find a good voice. Many people are thrilled by prophecies, by supernatural things. You must remember that when Moses came to speak to Pharaoh, he told Aaron, throw my staff on the ground. And the staff turned into a snake. Pharaoh didn't even, was not even impressed because he called his magicians and said, show this prophet that we can also do these tricks. And they also threw their staffs on the ground and it also became snakes. Although Moses' snake ate the snakes of the Egyptians to show who had more power. But I'm telling you this to say that deception and gullibility is so easy amongst our people. And the reason why is when you don't know the word of the Lord. Are you listening to me? Let me come down to you. If you don't know the word of the, the Lord, then anything anybody says, uh, you just believe it. Maybe because he showed you some miraculous sign. I don't need that pulpit, I'm sure I don't. I'm fine. Amen. So when people are led astray and people are led to believe all types of rubbish, you wonder, but how did, they, how did they start to listen and follow this person? It's because maybe initially the person showed them some miraculous sign. Don't even get impressed with people falling under the power. Falling under the power is the Holy Spirit's um, manifestation, 
But I'm trying to say to you that it doesn't mean every person who's praying for people that's falling is a good person. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Any prophet making a magic is a good prophet. That's why Paul said to Timothy, you know my way of life. You've seen my heartaches, you've seen my struggles. I'm not a stranger to you. Because there was a time when they tried to make Timothy say, they said bad things about Paul to Timothy, but he had to remind him, I remind you, you know who I am. You know my way of life, you know what I've done. Don't let the false prophet lead you away from God. And eventually, you're going to believe all other nonsense. I was watching a movie on Netflix. Yes, I watch Netflix. I just feel that some people are feeling offended. And it was a movie of a cult where these people wanted to go to an island. I don't, can't remember the name, but they went to this island and they wanted to follow this prophet. You see, initially they thought the prophet was going to do good things, but eventually he turned out to be a bad prophet because there was nothing of, said of God and then eventually they didn't have money on the island to survive and they started to use the people on the island as a ransom with their families to get money. Who saw this movie? Nobody. Oh, it's called The Apostle. My wife reminds me now. When I saw Apostle, I thought it was a nice spiritual movie, you know? So I told her, let's watch something spiritual because she wanted to watch action. I said, wait, man. Let's watch something spiritual. So I saw The Apostle. But it was this. And as I watched it, I realized that people go out of the simple-mindedness to follow this man, and they thought he's a good man. Are you with me? But at the end of the day, it was whatever the prophet says goes, whatever the prophet says goes. It's a very fine line I want you to draw between your, 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 the prophet you follow and the God you serve. So that the prophet that you are listening to, he, he, everything he says must show you to God. He must make you love God more. He must make you serve God more. You understand? He must bring to you a better understanding and the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. You see, Jeremiah 3 verse 15 says, I will give you pastors after my heart. You will receive pastors. What will be the job of the pastor? He will teach you with knowledge and understanding. Glory be to God. Let me come back to this and show you a small example of when coronavirus was killing our people. Uh, somebody I know just died yesterday of coronavirus, or two days ago. Dr. Graham Power, you've heard about him. He was a man that started the Newlands prayer when we went to the stadium to pray. So when I read how he died, they said it's the coronavirus affected his breathing, but he stayed long under the machines, but eventually he died. Yeah. Now, when that thing also came, you see, it sounded like the men of God were really genuine and trying to lead people away from the devil and this, and, 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 and people were just believing it. And people died. They paid the price for their, with their, with their lives for believing in fables and foolishness, in UFOs that's coming. You need to come to a place where you think that even if Pastor Chris, you know, I can also get mad. I might be sound of mind now, but you don't know what can happen and I can get crazy. Because a lot of people I found, they look normal, but they're not normal. You see? So it mustn't be everything that Pastor Chris says is what you must listen to. No, it is what is the Word of God saying. And as, as if Pastor Chris says the same thing as the Word of God, yes, then we can follow. Are you all clear? And as soon as I start to say to all of you, do something strange, you never saw it in the Bible, then you can say, no, Pastor, I, I, I don't understand anymore. 
Because one of the proofs of your love for God is that will you love the prophet more than you love God? That's the second point I'm talking to you about tonight. It sounds controversial, but it is something that you must understand fully. Otherwise, you can easily be led astray. That's why I also don't like all of you that's part of this church to run to all types of people to lay hands on you. Listen carefully. Because many times when I'm laying hands here, I'm struggling with devils that other people put into you. Because you now feel that you didn't get a chance to go to Pastor Chris. You go into this prophetess here by the Sengoki and she turns you around and there's chokas that come out of you. There's a lot of this nonsense in the areas. You must come to where you have healthy ministry and healthy sound of mind. A lot of the things you're struggling with is also not the devil. It's only some medical concerns that you need and some common sense that you must have. One day a pastor got the devil on the road. And the devil was walking down and he was looking very sad. And the pastor said, Devil, who let Jairan know your hearts here? You know what the devil said? He said, it's those Christians. Everything that go wrong in their life, they just say it's me. They just say it's me. They just say it's me. And many things that go wrong in your life is because of your own stupid decisions that you make. Are you with me? Now you spiritualize everything. That's why you must come to a pastor. You are in a good church. This, uh, this pastor that you have, by God's grace, uh, understands the balance between what is supernatural and what is normal. Amen? Amen. So, the, the first proof of your love is your obedience to God. And the second proof is that will you love a prophet that will lead you astray more than you love God? That's the key. Amen? Hallelujah. Number three. And this is where I just want to park my bus for a while. I have a, a bus outside, so I'm going to park my bus. Prove your love. This is teaching. Because in teaching, I'm telling you what you must do. People don't like teaching. You must obey God. You must come to church every Sunday. Every Sunday. You must be in church. Sundays is for church. Everybody say after me, Sundays is for church. It's not for going to the beach, doing this. No, no, no. It's for church. All right? Get ready for church. On a Saturday, we, we hear from the morning to late in the evening because we're getting ready for church. We are so excited about Sunday. Sunday's coming. Hallelujah. Now, the third way that you must show your love to God is by giving. Everybody say giving. And this is something people don't really like, but it's something I must teach you. Prove your love by giving. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 24. It's the one I, it's my key text that I started. The proof of your love. The proof of your love. Giving is a test of love. Sometimes people claim to love you, but, they, but when they have to give, they don't give. I love you, I love you, I love you, but you never gave me anything. John 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave. That He gave. How did God prove His love? By giving you something. Imagine a boyfriend tells you he loves you all the time, but he never gives you even a chocolate. The chocolates here by our tuck shop is, how much did you charge me yesterday? Four rand. Hey, are we back? Four rand. I think the people who took a picture must take it again afterward with the light, okay? Okay. 
You see, sometimes you get a father that's very hard. He's very hard. Like I'm a very hard leader. Uh-huh. But when, when, when you're in a need and you are close to me by God's divine grace, you will see the difference between love and no love. Love is proven by what you give. Not by words. I love you, baby. I love you, sweetie. I love you. God, I love you. What, what did you give to God? The test of your love, the proof of your love is by what you give. Yes. This, this church, as we are busy building, many have walked through here. Many have said, wow, pastor, you're really doing a great work. I really love you, pastor. You are setting an example to the other pastors that you can build and you can expand. But of the multitudes that have done that, maybe only one or two, said, I want to give you something to continue this project because I like you and I love you. And because of that, I'll never, I'll never forget those who gave. Is this how it is? You cannot forget someone who gives to you. Did you know that? Did you know that? The human mind is so programmed, you cannot forget someone who gives you something. Oh, everybody says they love. But can they give? Is the question. Amen. Let me give you some more pointers on giving. What can you give to the Lord? God so loved that He gave. It's the greatest sign of love is giving. Hallelujah. You have to put into something in order to give it to someone. Love is like oil. Love is like oil. I can't give you oil in my hands because it has to be put in a container. Are you hearing? You can't just put love. Love is a word. How do you give love? You must put it into a container. And that container is the something that you must give someone. Are you, are you listening? It's like money you must give. Amen? The first thing you must give, you must give your money. You must give your money to the Lord. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 7 in the New Living in the NIV says, But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness and in love, we have kindled in you. See that you also excel in the grace of giving. Hallelujah. I am not commanding you, but I want the, to test the sincerity of your love in the NIV by comparing it with the earnestness of others. So number one, if you want to prove your love by giving, give money. <laughs> Hallelujah. One man, he was at a party where his son-in-law was talking. And then the son-in-law was talking about his father-in-law. And he kept saying, my father-in-law. So after the party, the father-in-law called him one side and said, listen, my son, I don't like this thing that you call me father, my, your father-in-law. I am, you are like a son to me. So I feel like I'm a father to you. You are one of my children. And the son felt so good, the son-in-law, felt so good that the father said, I love you like one of my own. Don't, you know, you hear this a lot from parents. Then, some years later, the son felt now good that the father says, I'm one of your sons. Some years later, the father-in-law died. 
and everybody was sad. So the children were called to a meeting to discuss the funeral arrangements. But this son-in-law wasn't included. So he felt bad because he thought, but I'm, I'm not a son-in-law, I'm a son. But nevertheless, the father-in-law is dead, so maybe it's not him that is organizing this. But he knew whether, when the will is going to be read, you see, it will be the real proof if I'm like one of the sons or if I'm a son-in-law. And lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, when the will was read, his name was not in the will. So all those words, I love you like one of my own. I love you. But when it had to come to giving, his name was not in the will. You prove your love by giving something. Are you listening to me? Yes. So the first thing you must give is money. Are you angry that I told you you must give money? Giving money is a sign of loving someone. It's the grace called the grace of giving. The grace to love. Selfless people or loveless people. Hulle wil net hee, maar hulle wil niks gee nie. Self-centered people have no love to give. They only think about themselves. What they can get, what they can gain. They are loveless people. It is not nice to meet such people. No. People without love have nothing to give. They are just looking for what is going to be given to them. Do you, anybody know such a person? They are always hoping someone can buy something for them. But they never think what they can buy for someone. They exist to receive. Hmm. And they are, always, they are often rejected. Number two, if you love the Lord, you will give your loyalty. This is for the new members. You must give money. You must give your tithe to the house of God. You must give offerings to the house of God. Why? Because you claim to love God. Isn't it? Isn't it? We're surprised that people don't believe God will come through for them if we teach them to give. We are very surprised in this church that we, have, we know who the tithers are and who the non-tithers are. I'm surprised that people want to stay in poverty. I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised that people don't believe the power that is with God can, can open a Red Sea. The, 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 the breath of the nostrils of God has blown the waters apart. You don't want such a helper with you. I'm surprised. It is by your giving that you will come out of your poverty-stricken condition. Yes, you must learn. The, the inability to give shows your love for money. And the Bible says, man cannot serve two masters. He will love the one and he will hate the other. Yeah. It, that scripture was used when Paul was teaching, Jesus was teaching about money, about giving to God. You love money so much. You are so self-centered. You've never given. Amen. And this boyfriend-girlfriend story, you must also look. You mustn't just give the girl all the time. Say moet ek ambitie vir jou iets gee nou en dan. One of the first signs I, I warn my, my brothers about is these girls who want the men to buy everything. It's a pure sign of what you're going to suffer when you put on the wedding ring and you get the suffering. She wants, 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 wants. It's a selfless lover. You're not going to get love in return. Can't say me next skinny. Can't say me next skinny. 
and the love of many wives have grown cold. The man comes home, the plate of food is plucked in front of his face and the woman goes to her bedroom. But if it was a kind woman, she would give the plate of food and she would sit there and while he's eating, she would chat to him with kindness and love in her heart. What did she give? She gave a plate of food, but she also gave of her time and her effort. Do you know love can grow cold? Love can, the Bible says, in the last days, the love of many will wax cold. You don't love God anymore. You used to give, but you don't give anymore. I was saying yesterday to some people, I don't understand how some people think. They came to this church with nothing. And when they have nothing, you always find them around you working, helping. Then God starts to bless them. Then some of them get beloveds. My young men. They don't like what I'm saying, but I'm saying it. I will it say, I will it say. When they get their beloved, you don't find them around you anymore because they, they are meeting the beloved in Peru Center. Some, something must be done there. And I ask the question, is getting a beloved a curse? Because when you never had a beloved, you always came to the house of God. You love the time to spend in the presence of God. When the church is finished, you're hanging around for an hour, one and a half hours. But now with the beloved, it looks like you were cursed. You, can't, you are not enjoying the presence of God anymore. Let me, let me close here because it is... You will give your loyalty. One of the greatest speech of loyalty comes from Ruth chapter 4 verse 15. I'm preaching from this new book by, my, by Pastor Bishop Daggett Mills. I love my pastor very much, so I'm always preaching from his books. The same words Paul said to Timothy that I've taught you, teach it to other people so that they in turn can teach it to faithful men. Amen. Hallelujah! Ruth Ruth chapter 4 verse 15 And you shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life And a nourisher of thine old age For thy daughter-in-law which loveth thee Which is better to thee than seven sons That was born to thee Yes, if you love the Lord You will give your loyalty to the church And to the house of God and to God Amen The lesson of Ruth is a lesson of love Ruth loved the mother-in-law. She gave a commitment and loyalty to her mother-in-law. She said in Ruth chapter 1 verse 16, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God will be my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also if anything but death will depart you and me. Wow. What words of loyalty. Clap for Ruth for the words of loyalty. The loyalty, the love, the commitment, the pledge. It's an expression of love. Hallelujah. That's why the people said that the daughter-in-law who loves the mother-in-law is worth more than seven sons. Mercy. Loving God is more than anything else. It is the greatest commandment. You will give him your money. You will give him your loyalty. You will give him your vow, your commitment. I thank God. Brother Cyril.
and I'm walking in front of you, teaching. When I gave my life to Christ, I was small. When this small boy came for membership with the pink shirt, I thought, we must not despise these small children. Because I was like him. I'm in my 50s now. And I pray that the words and commitment I made to God, the day when I knelt at this altar, I said, Lord, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Let nothing separate me from you. Nothing but death. I've been in the church where there was many competition, much backbiting, much hurt, but I've stayed true. I've stayed true to my vow. And I will love the Lord my God. And I will serve Him. Many haters have arisen on my way. Many naysayers, many negative people. Many people have abandoned me suddenly. But I thank God through it all. I still stand. And sometimes I say to God, I say to God when I'm praying, I say, Lord, I, I failed you so many times. I'm sure you must be so disappointed in me. My efforts, they are not worth. But I thank you, Lord, that you first loved me. And that because you've kept your vow, give me grace to keep my vow. That I will go where you go. I will stay where you stay. I will do what you called me to do. Now what I say might seem light, but many people have not continued on the journey that they start. And this is the challenge for all of you. Very few people can go to the very end. The journey is very long. The race is not for the swift. Will you be there at the end? Will you continue on this journey? If you love the Lord, you will give your loyalty. Now the last point, the second last point, I'm closing, I'm closing. If you love the Lord, you will give your life. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16, that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus was not given just to visit us. He was given to die. His whole life was given. And that's the love of God. Now you say, Pastor, why does God want my life? Because he gave you his life. If you see how some Christians follow God, you'll be surprised. I, I'm not sure if they really understand what the Lord did for them. I'm not sure if they know the price that was paid for them. Mary said, if you could know the price of the oil in my alabaster box, if you know the price. So I believe every person must get the true revelation of what Jesus did and why God sent him. I think then your love for God will be very strong. 
You can't be emotionless. You can't be unthankful in the presence of such a great God. You cannot. Because He's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. Hallelujah. He's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. You will give your whole life. Some of you can't give up your foolish boyfriend or girlfriend for Jesus. Some of you couldn't give yourself when you were young and beautiful. You want to wait till you're 65 on pension. You can't even walk straight anymore. When everything is hanging that used to stand forward is hanging, your belly is hanging down. You say, Yara, he said, no, Yara. Use me, Lord. Don't refuse me. But in your youthfulness and in your beauty, you couldn't say, Ek, kati naudi, Yara, dini. Ek, wal, yasa, bichi, jo. If you love the Lord, you will give your life. Mm. Give the best of your life to God. Some of you here say, Lord, I'm going to give you Sunday morning between half past nine and half past twelve because that church goes out long, Lord, but I'll give you that part of my life. And Lord, I'll also add a Tuesday night for cell group from seven to nine. Is that okay, Lord? That belongs to you. The other part is mine. Don't forget, Lord. I also need to live and enjoy myself. Hey. Lord, the bank doesn't want me anymore. The hospital doesn't want me. The school doesn't want me. <coughs> I can't get the job because I'm too old. No one wants me. But here am I, Lord, for you. Use me, Lord. That's why our church is full of young people because we're teaching the young people before you give your life to Satan, give it to God. Because what will Satan do? He will destroy. Destroy your young lives. Give it to God. The thief cometh not for but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Give God your strength. Hallelujah. Say, don't say, Lord, take my wrinkled face. Take my pot belly. Take my tiredness, Lord. Take my bad attitude. Take my poor health. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use. And the last thing, if you love God, you will give your time. You will give your time. So it's your loyalties. You will give your life. You will give your money. And you will give your time. There's four things I'm giving you this morning that you must give to God. Amen? Amen. Give your time. Give your time. Huh. When you stay with someone, you're giving your, your time and your presence. Amen? There are people who have a chance to be near you, but they take every opportunity to leave your presence. They move to the back when they could be in the front. Mm. I made that example prematurely. I said, the, you can give a plate of food, but if you sit down, you're giving your time. And to give your time is to give love. Isn't it? To give your time is to give love. My wife was preaching one day, I'll never forget, she said, every minute that you give is, is, is the lifespan you have. So if you're going to live 70 years, that's the number of minutes in that 70. And the minutes I give to you of that 70 years is part of my life I'm giving to you. I'm giving you my life. So believers, let us give our lives, let us give our time, let us give our loyalty, and let us give our money to God. It's the proof that you really love God. Are you with me? 
do you really love the lord all the new believers that came today for membership start to bring to god what belongs to god i don't like to see my children poor i don't like to see my children struggling you can be up but it won't really bring you out of poverty it's by your giving it's by your constant giving that you will come out of your poverty situation look at those people that's around me that's very close to me all of them are coming up financially they're coming up in their conduct they're coming up in their presentation look at all of them they used to walk they used to jump in taxis they all driving their own cars now and it's not even that our minds are on money it's we are just loving god and we are just giving our time to god we're giving our loyalty to god yes we give even our money to god and you see the blessing of the lord will come back to you it will come pressed down shaken together and running over can you stay till the end can you last till the very end it's the big question in all of our lives how much time will you give Two hours, Lord, Sunday, that's it. Two hours on Tuesday, that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. The longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. The more that I love Him, more love He bestows. Each day is like heaven. My heart overflows. The longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. The longer, Lord, I serve You, oh, the sweeter He grows. And the more that that I love God, more love He bestows. Each day is like heaven and my heart overflows all oh, the longer I serve the Lord oh the sweeter your heads are bowed your eyes are closed I've spoken to you this morning about your proof for the love of God. Maybe you have come here to honor an invitation of someone to come see them get membership. Or maybe you are visiting here for the first time. You are not giving your all to God. You're not serving him with everything time your loyalty your money your life you say pastor chris pray for me i don't want to be like that i want to serve god with all my heart pray for me i want to pray for you if you are here you say pastor i want to serve the lord with everything put up your right hand i want to pray with you to pray see your hand say somebody else i'm going to call those people forward quickly and then i'm going to close and pray for them and i'm going to ask the lord to change our lives there are many many problems in all of our lives but god is great and god is powerful how do you prove your love give your time give your loyalty give your money give your life you must give something you must give something you must give something the longer come forward uh, everybody stand everybody stand oh the sweeter he grows the more that we love him faster oh 
Molavi Every day There was a hand up there. Can that person just come stand here? Come. Don't be afraid. Come stand here. Come. God is good. You know, when I teach you these teaching messages, I trust it will sink in and that your lives will be changed. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Where God is, there you will be. If you love someone, you will run after that someone. Yes. If you love a girl, you will go far for that girl. There's no time. There's no danger. Because love is pulling you. Love is pulling you. Beautiful. I want you to pray with me this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I want to love you more. I want to love you more. And I want to serve you more. And I want to serve you more. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Of all my sin. Of all my sin. Wash me. Wash me. With the precious blood. With the precious blood. Make me. Make me. One of your children. One of your children. Receive me now. Receive me now. As your child. As your child. I receive you. I receive you. In my heart. In my heart. As my father. As my father. My savior. My savior. My healer. My healer. My deliverer. My deliverer. I give my life to you. I give my life to you. I confess. I confess. That you died for me. That you died for me. But you rose again. But you rose again. On the third day. On the third day. Thank you God. Thank you God for sending Jesus for sending Jesus to die in my place to die in my place today today I am a newborn believer I am a newborn believer my name is written my name is written in the book of life in the book of life and from today and from today I want to serve Jesus I want to serve Jesus I want to follow Jesus I want to follow Jesus all the way all the way help me Holy Spirit help me Holy Spirit to be a faithful Christian to be a faithful Christian to give my time to give my time to give my loyalty to give my loyalty to give my money to give my money to give my whole life to give my whole life to show that I love you to show that I love you to prove that I love you to prove that I love you I will give my time I will give my time I will give my loyalty I will give my loyalty I will give my money I will give my money and my life is yours and my life is yours in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah clap for the Lord God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.